<clears throat> Shalom everybody, we're continuing with where we left off, Likutei Alachot, the discourse by Rav Nossin, connected to Likutei Moran Lesson 24, the laws of giving thanks, Birkat Hoda'ah, discourse number 6, <clears throat> paragraph number 9, uh, Rav Nossin now, after, in paragraph number 8, going into how it's so necessary that every Jew be accustomed to giving thanks, as that's the only key really to get out of what a person's trapped in. So Renosin goes back to connect it again to the Psalm 107 of the four who have to give thanks. And he shows that it's not just on a physical level, but it's for sure on a spiritual level. He elaborated this in paragraph number five, and he's reiterating certain points from paragraph five right now with new insights, of course. So he says like this, Renosin. For the whole concept of the four category of people who have to give thanks, like we mentioned earlier, those are someone who was in a travel to a desert, someone who was incarcerated in jail and came out, somebody who was deathly sick and bedridden for at least three days, and someone who crossed over the sea. Right? So he says, these four categories of people who have to give thanks, these four groups we just mentioned, Rav Nosen says like this, Each person passes through the concepts, the aspects of these four categories constantly. Sometimes, actually physically, going through the sea, or through the desert, or in jail, or sick, very sick, God forbid. But he says, Rav Nosen, Va'al pirov, alidei sha'arei ha'arpatkaot ha'avrin al ha'adam bechol yom. But in the main, in the majority of times, it's through other dangers and scary situations that a person passes through every day. Bifrat be'inyan galut ha'nefesh in particular, what a person goes through in the, the exile that he feels that his soul is going through, the exile of the soul. And as we mentioned this already, we went through this, elaborated on this in paragraph number 5, you can see there. So he says, because of this, <clears throat> For this reason, the later sages, in particular, will mention that this is the Baal Shem Tov's enactment, his Takana. We've been, we've been enacted, and it, was, it has been like set by the sages in these generations, these later generations, these last generations before Mashiach comes, to recite Psalm 107, which is called Hodu, every Friday before entering Shabbat. It's true that Sfardim don't yet, if you want to say, have this custom, and also Ashkenazim don't, but in most Hasidic communities, or all, you'll find in their Siddur, on Friday, Mincha, before Shabbat, to recite this psalm. And believe it or not, it doesn't hurt to say it, seeing it was enacted by the Baal Shem Tov, and seeing that it's so relevant to what you're going through every week. It makes so much sense why to say this Psalm 107 before Shabbat. So Rav Nosson is saying, this is the reason why it's been enacted now to say this Psalm 107, which mentions the four have to give thanks to Hashem. 
every Friday on the onset of Shabbat. He explains why. What's so special? What's so significant? Why then? Because the six days of the week which correspond to the culmination of this world as opposed to Shabbat which corresponds to Shabbat so the, the, the all-inclusiveness of the six workdays we call them the Eve of Shabbat it's not Shabbat but it's the preparation before Shabbat and Rav Nosen bases himself <coughs> on the Gemara like our sages use this term in the Gemara, Masechet Avodazara, page 3a, where the famous statement ap- appears. That only someone who has toiled on the eve of Shabbat will have what to eat on Shabbat, right? If you prepared yourself before Shabbat, then you have food to eat on Shabbat. Because on Shabbat itself, you're not allowed to prepare the food. It's forbidden to light a fire. It's forbidden to cook. Only someone who pre-cooked, pre-prepared his food, his meals, will he have what to eat on Shabbat. And, and the, the Gemara uses this regarding reward and punishment. That only those people who prepare themselves in this world will have reward in the world to come, in the future world. They'll have reward then. And that's what the, the, the Gemara says about those nations who say to Hashem, okay, give us another chance. And Hashem says, fools, idiots. That's what the Gemara says. They're shotim, fools. Don't you know that only someone who prepared on the eve of Shabbat will have a tear on Shabbat? So too, only someone who prepared in this world for the world to come will have what? To live off and gain reward in the world to come. It's only someone who prepared themselves in this world. So if Nosen points out, ah, they call this world the eve of Shabbat. Okay? That's what he wants, the point he wants to get across. <clears throat> That's the eve of Shabbat is this world. And Shabbat is considered to be an aspect of the world to come. Right? And Rav Nosen says, and it is a known fact. Nobody can deny this. That this world in itself is just filled with all types of pain, difficulties, and suffering. Rav Nosen is paraphrasing a verse, it's not the exact wording, but he's paraphrasing a verse from Kohelet, chapter 2, verse 23. Rav Nosen is like changing the wording. Gam kol yamav ka'as umachovot. And all his days in this world of man is just anger and pain. Ke'evim. And another verse Rav Nosen brings from the book of Eov, Job, chapter 5, verse 7. Adam la'amal yulad. Man was born to toil, period. And Rav Nosen says further, And as is brought in the Midrash, the Midrash Rabbah, Bereshit Rabbah, chapter 13, paragraph, section 7, elaborates this verse from Eov that we just quoted. That on it says, Adam, man is born to toil. So he said, Man was only created in order to toil. Not to sit down and relax. You can't. This world won't let a person to sit down and relax. So now what's the thing? Where are you toiling? If a person has the merit 
his toil is in Torah the study of the Torah and the fulfilling of the Torah. And fortunate is, is the portion of someone who is able to transfer to put his toil in the Torah, the area of the Torah, and not in the physical desires and the physical workings to survive, to earn food, etc., and, and, and uh, to earn a livelihood and a living just for the sake of this world. Okay, so he's going back now. So based on this, that the world to come is called Shabbat, and Torah study and Torah performance in this world is the greatest preparation for the world to come for Shabbat. So Vinosan says, therefore, and all of our life, our life source, and our being established in this passing world of suffering and pain, is only comes from Shabbat. Which is an aspect of the future world, the world to come. Because this is our purpose. Our purpose in mission is not to develop this world. Our purpose in mission is in this world to develop our portion, our part in the world to come. What's going to be then? We live for the future world. We don't live for today. Okay, based on that, so Vnosan is trying is going to explain further soon. This is why it's so important to say Hodu on Friday, because it sums up everything you've gone through in the week, all the ups and downs, and all the miracles that you can give thanks to Hashem for being saved from, and all this is a preparation for the world to come. We'll see as Rav Nosan develops this further. Hashem.